there's no heart too hurt that God cannot heal. There's victory over any conflict. Pinagpalang araw, maligayang pakikinig sa CCF Runthrough. Ang paglalahad ng katotohanan patungkol sa panahong ito sa loob ng 30 minuto. Kung gusto mo pang makinig o makilala ang aming ministry, pwede nyo kaming bisitahin sa ccf.org.ph. Maligayang pakikinig! Nagpapatuloy tayo sa ating series, itong tinatawag na Victorious Living. Tanong mo ay katabi mo, victorious ka na ba? Ayan. Kasi I believe all of us, gusto natin yun eh. Gusto natin ma-experience yung victory. Gusto mo ma-experience yung victory sa mga challenges sa buhay. Kasi whether we like it or not, marami talaga mga challenges sa buhay. Kaya nga nandito tayo sa series ng Book of Joshua. Kasi nga si Joshua and yung mga Israelites, meron silang challenge na hinaharap. Okay? Meron silang mga gegerahin. May kailangan silang i-conquer. And we saw yung mga challenges nila. We saw rin how they became victorious in spite of all those challenges na na-experience nila sa buhay during that time nung nandun sila papunta sa promised land. And lahat din tayo makaka-relate dun, kasi tayo din, meron tayong mga challenges na na-face. Pero gusto ko lang i-define yung victorious living. Ano ibig sabihin ng word na victorious? Kasi for some people, pag sinabi mong victorious ka, ay, dapat lagi yung panalo sa lahat ng problema ko. Dapat okay ako pagdating sa work ko. Dapat pagdating din sa finances, wala na ako maging problema, okay na rin. Dapat pagdating sa mga conflict, ako yung panalo. Or dapat manalo ko sa loto or kung ano man yan, right? Hindi po yan ang victorious sa phrase na victorious living. Pag sinabi natin victorious living, ito po ang de- definition natin na victorious living. Victorious living means that we are experiencing God's power and accomplishing God's will in spite of the challenges in life. Kailangan po lahat tayo same page dito. Kasi ibang tao, pagkatapos ng message na victorious living, victorious living, bakit ang dami ko pa rin problema? Bakit ganito pa rin yung nangyayari? Bakit ganito pa rin tong katabi kong tao ngayon? Bakit ganyan nangyayari sa akin? Kasi ang victory, hindi ibig sabihin wala kang problema. But ang ibig sabihin doon, through your challenges, na-experience mo yung power ni God and you're accomplishing His mission. Now, as we continue with the series, may isa tayong challenge na pag-uusapan. Isang problem na lahat tayo naka-experience na ng ganito. Kasi ang tanong ko ngayon is ganito, paano naman kung ang problema ko ay conflict with other people. Tanong mo nga sa katabi mo, nakakilala mo, may conflict ba tayo? So how do we experience victory pagdating sa mga conflict natin sa buhay? Hindi ibig sabihin ng victory na ikaw yung panalo. Ha? So hindi yung message natin ngayon, hindi ko kayo tuturuan paano manalo sa mga conflict. Okay? But I want to help you become victorious, experience God's power, and accomplish yung will niya kapag meron kayong mga conflict sa buhay. Kasi lahat tayo eh. Hindi mo maiwasan ng conflict. By the way, let me clarify those things first para lahat tayo same page din. Pag sinabi mong conflict, lahat tayo makaka-experience ng conflict. Sino dito hindi nagkaroon ng kaaway sa buhay? Taas yung kamay nyo. Wow! Kung may nagtaas, ikaw na magturo dito. Okay? Kasi malupit eh. Diba? Lahat naman nagkaroon ng away, alita. Normal yan. It's inevitable. Hindi mo yan matatakasan. Conflict is inevitable. Second thing na na-realize ko sa conflict, some conflicts are necessary. Kailangan talaga. For example, sa trabaho, may mga conflict talaga ng, na necessary kasi doon ka mag-grow, doon mo makikita na may problema pala at doon mo malalaman na kailangan mo solusyonan. 
in isa pa rin sa nakita ko sa conflict, some conflicts naman is a result of sin. So conflicts are inevitable, some conflicts are necessary, and some conflicts dahil sa kasalanan. So we have to have the same idea when it comes to conflict para alam din natin how to become victorious in spite of the conflict. Kaya nga sabi ni God through the Apostle Paul, basahin natin to, Romans 12, 18. Can we read this together? One, two, three, go. If possible, as so far as be peace with all people. Sabi mo sa katabi mo nakakilala mo, peace tayo ah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I hope wala mag-away mamaya. I hope kung meron mga mga conflicts kayo na experience this week or, or this season of your life, ako, alam mo ang prayer ko talaga, ma-resolve yun. Ma-resolve yun. Pero ang gusto ko sa passage yun, tingnan mo sinabi ni Paul, oh, so far as it depends on you. Ang galing ng phrase na yan. Ang heart ni God, lahat tayo at peace with everyone. Sabi eh, be at peace with everyone, with all people. Pero as far as it depends on you. In other words, anong implication yan? You can only control yourself. Diba? You can only control yourself. Ikaw lang. Ano, magde-decide ka ba na you will pursue peace with other people or you will not? Kasi decision mo yan eh. Hindi mo pwede pilitin yung iba na maging okay sa'yo. Pero pwede mong gawa ng paraan na maging okay ka sa iba. Yun ang sinasabi ni Paul dito. Mayroong kang kayang gawin to restore the relationship and have a peaceful relationship with other people na nakaaway mo. Kaya nga ang message natin for today, very simple, let's read this together. Have victory over conflict. Imagine sa lahat ng conflict na na-experience mo sa bahay, lahat ng conflict na experience mo sa school, sa trabaho, kahit sino man yan, there is victory over that conflict. And that's what we are going to learn, discover today. So are you ready? Parang hindi pa. Are you ready? Lahat ba kayo ready? Okay. So let's learn together. How do you have victory over conflict? Let me teach you what happened dun sa binasa natin. Kasi dun sa binasa natin, sa book of Joshua, imagine na, man- nanahala na sila. Natalo na nila yung talagang kalaban nila. Pero nagka-conflict. Ano nangyari? Ito yung nangyari. So Joshua 22 verses 1 to 4. Ang maganda kasi, buti na lang, meron silang, may nangyari sa kanila na we can learn from. Buti lang may model silang ginawa. Ano yung ginawa lang model? Then Joshua summoned the Reubenites. Tapos na yung war ha? Nanalo na sila against the 31 kings na tinalo nila. Etong land of Canaanites sa kanila na. Didistribute na nila yung land. So after nilang i-distribute or bago nilang didistribute, kinausap muna ni Joshua yung tribe of Reuben, Reubenites, yung Gadites, half tribe of Manasseh. Kasi malaking tribe yan, hinati dati ni Moses. Hinati ni God. Half tribe dun sa mapupunta sa ten tribes. The other half tribe mapupunta sa kanila. So sabi ni Joshua and said to them, You have kept all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you. Ano yun? Mamaya, papakita ko. You have listened to my voice in all that I commanded you. You have not forsaken your brothers these many days to this day, but have kept the charge of the commandment of the Lord your God. And now the Lord your God has given rest to the brothers. Ibig sabihin, wala tayo war. Okay na tayo. We're at peace. As he spoke to them, therefore, turn now, go to your tents, to the land of your possession, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you beyond the Jordan. Ano ibig sabihin? Meaning to say, meron na silang piece of land, hindi kasama dun sa Canaanites na conquer nila. Ito yung nangyari. Ito yung mapa. Ito yung land of the Canaanites. Yan na. Na-conquer nila lahat yan. Actually, may iba pa mga place na hindi pa nila na-conquer, pero majority na-conquer nila. Tapos yung place ng Rubenites, Gadites, and Manasseh, eto yung kalahate. So after nila na-conquer, balik sila. So yun, simple naman, di ba? 
Okay naman yung kwento. Pero doon sa binasa natin kanina, nagka-conflict eh. Saan yung conflict? Nanada na. When they came to the region, bumalik na sila, of the Jordan which is in Canaan, land of Canaanite, the sons of Reuben, ito na, pakinggan nyo maigi, the sons of God, the sons of the half-tribe of Manasseh, build an altar there by the Jordan. Nag-build sila ng monument. No, issue yan. Bakit yan issue? Mamaya explain kung bakit issue yan. Kaya, yan, kaya, nag, kaya na-alarm yung mga Israelites, yung other ten tribes, kasi may problem sa pag-build ng altar. Kaya after nakita nila na nag-build siya ng altar, anong sinabi ng other ten tribes? When the sons of Israel heard about it, the entire lahat, ha, congregation of the sons of Israel assembled at Shiloh. Nandun yung tabernacle, dun yung temple of the Lord. Sabi niya, we need to go against them in battle. Kakatapos na nung gera? Nanalo lang kayo, magkaka-conflict kayo ulit. Ano ba naman 'yan? So kaya nga ang message natin today is have victory over conflict. Sabi mo nga sa katabi mo, 1 to 3 go. Have victory over conflict. Kasi I want to show you dun sa chapter na 'yon na na-solve nila 'yung problem. And I want to teach you ano 'yung principles na ginamit nila para ma-solve 'yung problems. And ang kagandahan diyan Hindi man parang World War II yung conflict natin sa bahay or conflict natin sa kung saan man, pero magagamit mo yung mga principles na to sa lahat ng conflicts mo sa buhay. Hindi man lang, siguro parang gera yung iba sa inyo, yung conflict nyo, pero magagamit nyo itong mga principles na to. I promise you, para ma-solve yung mga conflicts nyo sa bahay. So, how do you have victory over conflict? Four things na may kita natin. You need to honor God. You need to honor one another. Need to be honest. There should be honesty. And you need to practice humility. So honor God, honor one another, honesty, and humility. These are the things that may kita natin kung paano na prevent ng Israelites yung all-out war. So let's look at the first one. Honor God. Why is honoring God very, very important? The first step. Why is this very important? Alam mo ba important ito? Before you solve any conflict, make sure your ultimate desire is to honor God. Kaya nga, nangyari sa Israelites, bago nagkaroon ng conflict, eto nangyari, oh. The, sabi ni Joshua kay, sa tribe of Reuben, Gadites, Manasseh, ano sabi niya? You have kept all the, that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you. Meaning to say, naging faithful kayo. Bakit sila naging faithful? Kasi sabi ni Joshua sa Joshua 22 verse 5, bago, nila pina, bago sinabi ni Joshua, sige, bumalik na kayo sa lanyo. Ang sabi niya, guys, bago kayo bumalik doon, be very careful to observe the commandment and the law which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you. Ano yon Moses? Ito yon To love the Lord your God and ano daw? walk in all His ways. In other words, you love God with your all, you honor Him, you obey His word all the days of your life. Yan lang ang request ko, sabi ni Joshua. Sa inyo, tribe of Reuben, sa inyo, tribe of God, and tribe of ha- the half-tribe of Manasseh. Yan lang ang pinaka-request ko. Alam mo kung saan nanggaling yan? Dito nanggaling yan. Masahin natin together. Deuteronomy 6 verses 4 to 5. One, two, three, go. Here, Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one, and shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, with all your strength. Alam mo ba yung pinaka-summary and pinaka-main point 
ng first five books of the Bible. Alam yung first five books? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Alam mo kung bakit sinulat ni Moses yon? Yan ang pinaka-main point. Kung gusto mo i-summarize yung buong first five books, ito ang point ni Moses. To love the Lord your God with all your heart. Kaya nga yung first, cha- first book, Genesis, to explain to the Israelites, may isang Diyos lang. Si Yahweh yon. Siya ang Savior natin. Siya nag-create sa atin. And dahil sa Kanya, dumami tayo. Nagkaroon tayo ng land. Kaya sabi niya, mahalin niyo siya. Siya lang ang susundin niyo. Bakit nagkaroon ng laws? Exodus, Leviticus, yun yung laws eh. Kasi kailangan mong sundin yung mga principles niya. Kung mahal mo siya, susundin mo. So kaya afterwards, Numbers, Deuteronomy, explaining yung journey nila. And eventually, sabi ni Moses, pupunta na kayo sa isang land. Iba yung mga gods doon. Wag na wag yung kakalimutan si Yahweh. And para hindi nyo siya makalimutan, eto yon. love the Lord your God with all your heart. So doon nang galing. Doon nang galing ang conviction ng mga Israelites. Dahil mahal nila si Lord, alam nila yung dapat nilang gawin. Ang hirap kasi pag hindi mo mahal si Lord, tapos magsasolve ka ng conflict, ang hirap talaga. In fact, I realize it's difficult to be at peace with someone who has a different conviction in life. Kasi ang gusto ni Lord, matutunan natin how to handle toxic people. Hindi laging lumalayo. Hindi rin to respond the wrong way. Kaya nga the first step is you honor God with all your heart. You honor Him first. Kaya nga look at this. When we choose to honor God in every conflict, ito promise ko ah. Promise din ni God to. We experience, He honors us. I promise you, He's gonna lift you up. He's gonna honor you by giving us the strength, the peace, and the wisdom in handling our conflicts in life. I've seen this many times. Couple, malapit na maghiwalay, pero na-experience nila yung grace ni God. Experience nila yung strength ni God. Experience nila yung peace. Experience nila yung wisdom. Family problems, talagang ang complicated na, pero na-experience nila yung peace ni God. Grabe talaga si Lord. Kaya nga may hope sa conflict natin eh. What's our message again? Have victory over conflict. Again, tell your seatmate. One, two, three, go. Have victory. Isa pa, sabi mo sa katabi mo, kaya mo yan. Kahit nakakapagod yung tao na yan. Baka sabihin mo sa kanya, kaya mo ko. Huwag naman. Huwag naman ganun. So, first one is you honor God. Again, pag yan na yung nasa heart mo, madali na yung next step. Pag wala yung sa heart mo, yan ang kailangan natin settle first. Kasi kung hindi ka talaga naniniwala kay God, hindi mo susundin itong mga to. Pero kung naniniwala ka kay God, Dahil alam mo na si Jesus ay nabuhay dito sa earth. Namatay siya at nabuhay siya muli. Yan ang ultimate proof ha, na totoo si, jo- si Lord, totoo si Jesus. God talaga siya. Kung naniniwala ka sa Kanya, din susundin mo itong mga principles na to. Kasi pansinin natin na halos lahat ng mga solutions ng world nag-work panandalian pero eventually may problema pa rin. Pero yung solutions ni Jesus, it will always work. Minsan matagal, pero it will always work. So next part, you honor one another. So now that I'm honoring God, ito na, settle na yung heart ko. I'm gonna honor this person na kaaway ko. Ang hirap, di ba? Bakit, bakit ko siya yung honor? Kaaway ko nga siya eh. Kasi nagsimula siya sa honoring God eh. Now that I am honoring Him, God wants me to honor everyone, even those people na hindi ko gusto. To honor someone is to see that person as God sees him or her. Yun dapat ang mindset. Kasi ang lagi natin nakikita yung problema niya. Ang lagi natin nakikita kung paano kanya sinaktan. Ang lagi natin nakikita yung tendencies niya. Ang lagi natin nakikita yung mga weakness nitong tao na to. 
Na aminsan, yun ang judgment natin, eh ganyan talaga yung nanay ko, eh. ganyan talaga yung tatay ko, eh ganyan talaga itong mga tao na to eh. Pero pag nakita natin na hindi may problema din yan, hindi meron din yung mga challenges sa buhay niya, di mahal siya ni Lord eh. Hindi grabe yung grace din ni God sa buhay ko. And alam kong grabe din yung grace sa buhay ng person na yan. So, kailangan ko sa makita on how God sees him or her. Look at what happened dun sa conflict. Tinan mo yung nangyari sa conflict. Nung 10 tribes versus the two and a half tribes. Joshua 22, 10 to 11. When they came to the region of the Jordan, which is in the land of Canaan, the sons of Reuben and the sons of, the, of God and the half tribe of Manasseh, Manasseh, build an altar there. So, they build an altar at the frontier of the land of Canaan. So, nung nakabuild sila ng altar, anong nangyari afterwards? The sons of Israel heard of it. They are going to war. Now, explain ko kung bakit ayaw ni God, ay, na, bakit sila nagalit ha? Kaya sila nagalit kasi sa Deuteronomy chapter 12, ito yung sabi ni Lord through Moses, when you cross the Jordan, okay, and live in the land which the Lord your God is giving you to inherit, it shall come about that the place in which the Lord your God will choose for His name to dwell. Meaning to say, yung tent niya. Kung saan kayo mag-worship. There you shall bring all that I command you. you ano yung command you? Burnt offerings. Doon ka lang. Yun lang yung temple. Hindi ka na pwede magkaroon ibang temple sa iba. Diyan lang. Kung saan pinili ni Lord. You go there to burn your offerings, sacrifices, your tithes, contributions of your hand, and all your choice votive offerings which you will vow to the Lord. That's afterwards, verse 13, 14. Be careful, okay, that you do not offer your burnt offerings in every cultic place you see. But only in the place which the Lord chooses in one of your tribes, you shall offer your burnt offerings, and there you shall do all that I command you. So in other words, during that time, nasa Shiloh sila, doon natapos yung gera. Doon nakalagay yung tabernacle. Doon nilagay yung place where you can worship. So dyan dapat. E ang ginawa ng half-tribe of Manasseh, God at saka na Ruben, may binil sila dito. Ang tingin ng other ten tribes, ay gumagawa kayo ng another temple ah. Dini-dishonor nyo si God. So yun ang tingin nila. So kaya sila gusto makipag-gera. Tapos, pero bago nila girahin, nasa mind pa lang naman nagigirahin nila. Tingnan natin ang nangyari ha. Kaya natin ang nangyari. Kasi marami tayong matututunan dito. Verse 13, The sons of Israel, you know, sent to the sons of Reuben, sons of God, half-tribe of Manasseh, in the land of Gideon, Gilead, Phineas, pinadala niya. Bago niya pinadala yung army. Eto mo na yung gagawin ko. Padali ko. Padala ko si Phineas yung priest. Padala ko rin yung ten leaders namin. So may delegate muna. Ay, mag-uusap muna tayo. Iba sa atin, pag meron na tayo nakita na parang mali, ay aaway na kagad eh. Sila hindi. Bago girahin, kailangan mo na natin silang pakinggan. Ah, diba? So, so maganda eh. One leader from each father's household, from each of the tribes of Israel, and one of them has, was the head of his father's household among the thousands of Israel. Then afterwards, look at verse 16. This is what the whole congregation of the Lord says. So kinausap nila ngayon yung leaders ng Rubenites, Gadites, half-tribe of Manasseh. What is this? I believe it's in a calm way. Ano tong ginagawa niyong unfaithful act? Are you committing against God of Israel? Are you turning away from following the Lord this day? You're building yourself an altar to rebel against the Lord this day? 
Binigyan na nga tayo ng victory ni Lord. Tapos umaalis kayo. Ano mang ginagawa nyo? If you rebel against the Lord today, He will be angry not just sa inyo, pero pati sa amin. If however, the land of your possession is unclean. Meaning to say, may mga cults doon. Mayroong mga tao nag-i-influence sa iyo to worship another God. Then lumipat na kayo dito. Ang dami pang land dito. Cross to the land of dispossession of the Lord where the Lord's tabernacle stands. Settle among us. Only do not rebel against the Lord or, or rebel against us by building an altar for yourselves. Huwag yun ang gawin po. Alam mo, na-realize ko, many of our unnecessary conflicts happen because of our failure to listen and communicate properly. Kaya nga honor one another. Kasi part of honoring one another, makikinig ka. Imagine mo kung ang response ng, kunyari, tinanong na nung ten tribes, ha, luma, si Phineas, lumapit na. Sa leader ni Rubenites, God, and leader ni half-tribe of Manasseh. So kinausap na nila, ano tong temple na ginawa mo? Paano kung ang response ng leader, ay ang judgmental nyo talaga. Ha, Pwedeng ganun yung response. Paano kung ganun yung response? Ay, grabe kayo, judgmental talaga kayo. Diba? Buti hindi ganun yung response. Buti nakinig. Buti rin itong tribe of, uh, itong tribe nila, yung ten other tribes, sila Phineas, nagtanong, bakit nyo ginawa to? Diba? Diplomatic, pinag-uusapan. Listen and communicate properly. Huwag sisigawan kagad. Huwag mong i-judge kagad. Huwag mong i-condemn kagad na wala, hindi ka na magbabago. Anong message natin? Have victory over conflict. So what have we been learning? Honor God. Honor one another. Ito, importante ito. Honesty. So why honesty is very important? Kasi afterwards, look at the conversation. So nag-respond na sila. Nung tinanong sila, why are you building this altar? Sabi na ngayon ni Reuben, yung leaders ng Reubenites, Gadites, half-tribe of Manasseh, sabi nila, the Lord, the mighty one is God. Siya pa rin ang God namin. The Lord, the mighty God is God. He knows the truth. Ito po yung totoo. And may Israel know it too. We have not built the altar in treacherous rebellion against the Lord. If we have done so, do not spare our lives. In other words, kung talagang rebellion to, patayin nyo na kami. Pero hindi to rebellion. If we have built an altar for ourselves to turn away from the Lord or to offer burnt offerings or grain offerings or peace offerings, may the Lord Himself punish us. I-persecute na kami. Sige, get rid of us pag ganun talaga. Pero hindi. Ano yung reason? Ito na. Ito na yung complete honesty. Truly, we have done this out of concern. May concern kami. Phineas at saka kayo, other ten leaders. May concern po kami. Ano yung concern nila? In time to come, your sons, pagpatay na tayo mga matatanda, may say to our sons, what have you to do with the Lord? Let's say bumisita kami sa Shiloh, nag-offer kami na sacrifices, eh hindi kami kilala ng mga anak mo. Ano sabi nila? Anong kinalaman nyo dito sa amin? For the Lord has made the Jordan a border. Di ba meron tayong border? Di ba doon kayo sa kabila? Di ba kami lang ang nag-conquer? Hindi naman kayo kasama yata nun. O di ba pwede makalimutan eh. So ano sabi nila? Sabi nila, baka sabihin nyo, you have no portion in the Lord. So your sons may make our sons stop fearing the Lord. Baka dahil doon, baka kami, ay hindi na kami mag-offer dyan. Yung next generation nila, baka hindi na mag-offer dyan, mag-gawa na lang sila, ibang God sila. Kaya afterwards, ano sinabi niya? Verse 26-27, Therefore we said, let's build an altar, not for burnt offering or for sacrifice, but it is a witness between us and you. Para pag nakita niyo to, it will remember, you will be reminded, ah, kasama namin kayo. 
Kasama kayo sa 12 tribes. You have a portion in this offering to the Lord. Kasama kayo. Para the next generation will look at the monument, yan ang proof na kasama natin sila. So it's just a monument, a witness, not for burnt offerings. And that's why sabi niya sa dulo rin, verse 28, it is a witness between us and you. Namuwag niyo kaming kakalimutan. Pero ang gusto ko sa ginawa ni nung leaders ng Gadites, Rubenites, and half-tribe of Manasseh, naging honest sila sa heart nila. Ang sinabi nila, it's out of concern. Ano yung concern nila? Ano yung pinaka-heart problem? Ayokong makalimutan yung kami. Yan yung problem. Baka kasi makalimutan nyo kami. Imagine nyo ko iba response nila. Again, like sinabi ko kanina, kung ang response ng leader ay judgmental kayo, o di nag-away sila lalo. Kung ang response ng mga leader ng Rubenites, ay ganyan pala kayo, feeling nyo masasama kami, eh mas masama nga kayo eh. Ah, ba? Ay grabe kayo, pumunta pa kayo dito, tapos para lang, as, as, para lang i-blame, i-judge kami na ganito, eh kayo nga, alam ko yung mga mali yung ginagawa. Imagine nyo kung ganyan yung response. Sometimes kasi pag na-review tayo, anong response natin? Nagagalit. Diba? Ilang beses na tayo nagalit dahil pinagsabihan tayo. Kaya hindi na sa solving conflict eh. Minsan hindi tayo humble enough or honest enough to admit na, wait a minute, nasaktan ako doon na Kailangan kong ayusin ano ba talaga yung issue. Kailangan ko aminin. Ito talaga yung issue. And some of us naman, paikot-ikot, paligoy-ligoy, ang dami ng issues hindi na nare-resolve. Karamihan ng conflicts ngayon, lalo na yung matatagal na conflicts, hindi mo na alam ano yung heart problem. Kailangan mong malaman ano yung heart problem, ano yung main issue, kaysa paikot-ikot, paligoy-ligoy, kasi hindi nasusolve. Kaya nga, look at this, oh, sometimes, our problem is we try to manipulate the situation to win the argument and conflict. Hindi manipulate. Hindi na yung totoo. Pinapasa mo na sa iba yung mali. For example, dun nga sa Rubenites, pwede nila ipasa yung blame sa, iba, sa ten tribes, pero hindi nila ginawa. Ito yung problem namin. Ito talaga yung heart problem. Ito yung concern namin. Baka makalimutan nyo kami. So nasatisfy sila, naintindihan nila. Kailangan, when we have conversation with, with people na may conflict tayo, aminin mo talaga sa heart mo kung ano yung problem. Huwag mong paikot-ikot, paligoy-ligoy. Kung ang problem is nasaktan ka dahil wala siyang time for you, yun ang sabihin mo. Huwag yung, wala kang time for me, pero alam mo, pangit ng luto mo. Alam mo, no isang araw nakita ko bakit ganyan yung sinabi mo sa anak natin. So, ang dami ng issues. Ano pa talaga yung main issue? Kaya nga, look at this, oh. identifying and humbly confessing your main heart concern is the first step to reconciliation. Identifying and humbly confessing your main heart concern is the first step to reconciliation. I've experienced that as well. Pag hindi ko in-identify yung pinaka-problem, hindi na susolve yung other mga... Iba kasi mga dagdag problems lang na hindi talaga main eh. Hindi na susolve yung mga maliliit. Masusolve yung maliliit pag nasolve yung heart problem. What's our message again? Have victory over conflict. Again, tell your seatmate. One, two, three, go. Have victory. Baga makatulog na yan eh. Okay, have victory over conflict. Last one, last one na tayo. So you honor God. You honor one another. You be honest. Huwag mong i-manipulate. Aminin mo. Identify. Kaya nga kanina sinabi ko, di ba? Kailangan mong identify. Meaning kasi, min, minsan kasi, clouded na yung mind natin. Hindi mo na alam ano yung pinaka-problema. Pero kailangan mong mag-cal- magkalma. Kausapin si Lord. Lord, I want to honor you. Ang dami kong gustong isabihin sa 
asawa ko, dun sa mga, sa mga ka- kaaway ko, dami kong gusto sabihin, pero may isa talaga akong problema, ito lang. Sa situation na ito, ito lang problema. So be honest, help ide- help, ask God to help you identify. And finally, humility. Kasi the number one enemy to solving any conflict, number one enemy ha, pride. Kaya nga, makakarinig, kaya nga makakarinig ka ng statement na alam ko naman yung tama eh, pero hindi ko talaga kaya. That's pride. Alam ko namang mali ako eh, pero I will never say sorry. That's pride. Alam ko namang kailangan kami mag-ayos eh, pero pagod na ako. All of those things is because of pride. Kailangan tayong mag-humble. Ang hirap maging humble if sa simula pa lang, you don't have a heart to honor God. So when they explained yung reason, anong sabi nila Phineas, nung priests sa kanan leaders, sabi nila, when they heard the words of Reuben, sons of God, sons of Manasseh, spoke, it pleased them. They were satisfied. Nakalm na yung heart nila. Narealize sila, I believe you. And then afterwards, sabi nila, the next part, look at the next verse. Sabi nila, the Lord is in our midst. Today we know that the Lord is in our midst because you have not committed this unfaithful act. In other words, meron kami mga preconceived notion. Nag-judge kami ng konti pero ngayon na-clarify na. We realize you are faithful to the Lord. The Lord is in our midst. Imagine. And then afterwards, ano sabi nila? And then sila pa yung nag-defend. Dun, pagbalik nila, di ba? Kasi sampul at eleven lang sila eh. So bumalik sila, nandito ready na yung mga tao. Ano? Ano nangyari? Priest, Pineas, ano yung nangyari? Yung other, tri- yung other people, the army, were ready. Ano? Gigirahin na ba natin? Gigirahin natin? Ano sabi ni Pineas? Hindi. Ito yung reason. And naniniwala kami na totoo yung sinabi nila. Sila yung nag-defend. Minsan tayo after mag-usap, para, kunyari solve na yung conflict, alam mo minsan ginagawa natin, kakausapin natin iba, di ako naniniwala doon. Problematic. Problematic talaga yun. Di ba? Tapos na nga. Inag-sorry na. Finorgive mo. Tapos biglang, sisiraan mo ulit. Saan yung honoring doon? Saan yung humility? Minsan, iba pa ang ginagawa. Okay na. Okay na. Nag-solve na. Nag-forgive na. Biglang magpo-post online. Di ba? Sabihin niya na, some people are just liars. O, oh, di ba? Matay ka talaga eh. Sabi ko, grabe to. Yan ang human tendency. Sana katulad nila, oh. we brought back the word to them and we said that the Lord is in our midst. And then, what happened? It pleased the sons of Israel. And Israel worshiped the Lord. They blessed the Lord. Na united pa rin tayo. Can we just give God a clap offering for what He has done in that story? Grabe! Grabe talaga yung ginawa ni Lord. And we can practice this in our lives. What's our message again? Have victory over conflict. All of these things, guys, we can practice. Again, the first step, honor God. Lord, I want to honor you. May conflict ako ngayon. I want to follow your principles. And part of that principle is honoring one another. Turuan mo ako, Lord. Paano ko kakausapin tong tao na to? Paano ko i-restore yung relationship? Tulungan mo ako maging patient, Lord. I just want to keep honoring you and honoring the people that you have given to me. My family members, difficult people in the office. I want to be honest. Let's say my conversation, maging honest talaga, saan ako na-hurt? Ano talaga yung main issue ko? And as I become honest, I'm going to surrender it to you in humility. Kasi here's the thing eh, kaya importante yung ending na humility. Kasi I am not going to promise to you na pag ginawa mo to, magbabago yung mga tao sa buhay mo. Not going to promise that. 
Kasi si God lang makakabago sa kanila. I'm not gonna promise na after you do this, this year, okay na lahat ng relationships mo. But here's what I'm gonna promise. I'm gonna promise that God will give you strength. I'm gonna promise because it's in His Word that God will give you the energy, the peace, the endurance to keep loving. And sa bahala dun sa mga difficult people in your life. I don't know what's going on in your life right now. I don't know kung anong kailangan yung ayusing relationship. Lapit ka kay Lord. Honor Him with your life. And I promise you, He can restore broken relationships. I promise you, He can heal whatever hurt you are experiencing in your life. What's our message again? Have victory over conflict. Can I pray for you guys? Let's bow our heads. Analangin tayo. Panginoon, thank you so much for speaking to all of us. Lahat kami, Lord, we are experiencing conflicts. Family members, friends, workmates. And some of our conflicts, nakakapagod na talaga. Some of our conflicts, kasalanan naman talaga namin. And some of our conflicts, minor lang, pero masakit pa rin. Lord, I really pray that you restore any broken relationship na meron dito ngayon. Please, dear God, kayo lang makakagawa nun. Even those na nanonood, sumasama sa amin online, I really pray that you allow them to experience healing sa mga broken relationships nila. I pray, Lord, na lahat kami, we will decide to honor you. First and foremost, in every conflict, we will decide to honor you, Lord. And maybe some of the people who are here, wala pa talagang relationship sa inyo. That's the first step for them. I pray na ma-realize sila na kailangan nila kayo, God. Tanggapin ka nila, Jesus, as their Lord and Savior. And because of that, they will decide to honor you. And Lord, I pray that all of us, as we honor you, we will honor one another. Kahit yung mga taong nakakapagod talaga, please, God, Give us that heart. And tulungan nyo din kami, Lord God, to be honest para malaman talaga anong pa yung pinaka-issue. Hindi na paligoy-ligoy, hindi na namin i-manipulate yung situation. Maging honest. Kung talagang kami yung may mali, to repent, Lord. And finally, to be humble. Because if we will not humble ourselves, it's not gonna be resolved. Please, God. Lord, you are the author of relationships. You're the author of love. And pinakitaan nyo kami lahat ng grace and love nyo. Thank you so much for that. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Thank you for the victory over conflicts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys.